The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Hey, joining us now is our buddy, Chef Patrick Mosier. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at FoodBizPro. You can also go to FoodBizPro.com. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Doc. How are you? Doing well. I wanted to get you on to talk a little bit about uh, some holiday cuisine. We didn't get a chance to talk to you uh, earlier in the week and that, and we still got the long weekend. And obviously all of summer is good time for, uh, you know, eating out and picnicking and stuff like that, getting out and about. But I wanted to talk specifically about hot dogs. We just came off the Nathan's hot dog eating event yesterday, you know, in in, um, Coney Island. Mm -hmm. Hot dogs are an American staple, but is there anything else you can do with them? Well, can't you jazz them up? I mean, I see those Chicago dogs, which I've never had, which are like Delicious. peppers and everything. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, there, you know, the, there is no limit to toppings on hot dogs. Let's just put it that way. It's a pretty neutral base. Um, so you could put anything on it. You can treat them like any other meat as far as the topping is concerned. Thank you. Um, a couple of my favorites, uh, one that I actually did yesterday, uh, was a grilled Reuben hot dog. What? Wait a moment. Give me this. Yes, sir. So they don't make a rye hot dog bun. So what I do is I toast caraway seeds in the pan. You throw in some sauerkraut, a little white wine. You let that, let that simmer down. Um, a little bit of onion in there. And then you, you grill the dogs. Right. You put, you put down the Thousand Island dressing or Russian dressing. And then you put the dog in there, and then you put the kraut on top while it's warm. You put a slice of Swiss cheese over it, and you ba- either bake it in the oven on low, just enough to melt the cheese. Or if, you have, if you, the grill is on, you can put them on the top rack of the grill and just close the rack for like 45 seconds to a minute, and it melts the cheese over the top. It is unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. That is such a great idea. And a lot of people do kraut on dogs anyway, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that would be a real easy. I mean... I mean, to dumb it down, even if you don't want caraway sage, you could do a dumbed down version. You go, okay, I already got the crowd. All I need is some Swiss and Thousand Island. You're going to be in the neighborhood anyway. You're 95% there. You know, I mean, um, and if you, you can find pretzel buns, that's even better. I love pretzel buns. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the pretzel bun would be awesome on that. Ew. Do you like the pretzel no, bun? No, I'm not the Have pretzel. Have you had the pretzel be- bread? Yeah, the bun- yeah. Oh, those I'm are good. That. Oh, no. no oh, mm-hmm. well, so... So I do, uh, another one I've done before, um, I'll probably try it tomorrow, is uh, a pretzel dog. So basically it's a pretzel bun toasted, a little mm-hmm. butter on there, toasted on the grill or on a, in a pan. Grill your hot dog, but then use, um, you know, just a, a, a cheese sauce like you would use for nachos or for it to dip your pretzel in. Use that, but spice it up a little. You can put a little Tabasco in there. You can put, uh, you know, uh, diced up jalapeno in there. Mm-hmm. You can use, or you can put chili over the dog and then put that, cheese sauce on top so it's a chili cheese dog but it's like a chili cheese pretzel see i think I you love- hit it right off though too dream big but think of it as a blank canvas right mm-hmm. because like Absolutely. i've seen i've seen things like where they go you know korean dogs we go to la burger in uh, irving um uh texas sometimes or la burger i call it la burger yeah. right and they, it's Koreans who own the place, so they have a Korean dog and a Korean burger, whatever. But a lot of times when I see a Korean hot dog, for example, they'll put like the bulgogi, the roast beef on top of it and build like oh. that, which is good. Don't get me wrong. But Patrick, yeah. you're right. You don't have to go that far if you've got the other flavors. If you treat that as the neutral meat base, you just put the stuff on, on the dog. 
Yeah, if you get so if you get so for a Korean burger, I would get a really nice all beef hot dog. Like Welsh, Welshire, I think is the best, and I think the New York Times found them to be the number one. Okay, uh, dog last year that you can buy in a grocery store. You can buy them at Whole Foods. They're uncured. Um, but if you take that that and you just chop up the kimchi so it's not such big chunks, right? And put that like a relish on the dog. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, so I would go, you're right, I would do, chopping it, you're right, that's a great point. Chop up, so you got the dog, the all beef, you're right, you chop up the kimchi on top of it. If you want to go crazy, you could put a little sesame oil or some sesame seeds on it, right? So you get a oh, little of the Asian slant. Be, yeah, the sesame oil would be awesome, actually. And then, uh, I'm trying to think if, uh, if you wanted to go a little more Korean, if you wanted to put something a little sweet on there, too, you might be able to go something a little sweet. Yeah, you that could, would be you a little could just more put a sweet vin- just a sweet vinegar on there, you know, like a vinegar. Oh, sweet vinegar. yeah. But the kimchi by itself would be pretty legit, too. So I'd never it thought about it that way. You're right. As the blank canvas. That's awesome. And then burgers. Uh, I mean, burgers are pretty uh, staples. Well, but you could pretty much treat them the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you, you know, a lot of people have very picky children that won't eat, hot, you know, it's just a plain hot dog with mustard or plain this fat. But you know how you chop up your hot dogs for, for kids uh, yeah. on, you know, every night of the week? Um, just putting mac and cheese on top of a hot dog or a hamburger works as well. Oh, that's, that's a nice trick. That's a nice one. You're it's right. A, it's a double carb, but you know, it's the holiday splurge. Yeah, and you're just tired of arguing with them. Shut up. We got to go like the sprinkler and sparklers <laughs> in a minute. Just, you know, just eat, eat something. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's a really, uh, really solid way to, to think about that. It's a ways to kind of trick them into that. Now, what are some other things we can do on the grill? And this is one of the big things I, I mean, you can do anything if you have the foil, sure, but we're so limited. People don't think creative. And my, some of my favorite things to do are vegetables like squash and stuff where you just mm-hmm. put it right down on the grill. Butternut squash is one of my favorite. It gets, mm-hmm. um, uh, a little tricky because you got to cook it. If you want to like cooked really well, you got to start it early. It's got to be on there like 40 minutes or something. Yeah. You can do the same thing with sweet potato rounds. You just slice a sweet potato about a half an inch thick oh. and you can leave the skin on, uh, just spray them a little, little bit of oil, salt, pepper. Um, and if you want to make them a little sweeter, you can sprinkle, um, cinnamon on them and then brush them with like honey butter afterwards more as a, you know, like you would have a sweet sort of, uh, the, yeah. like a squash dish later. Um, but yeah, so you just grill them, keep them over medium heat so they don't char, and it takes about 10 minutes. That's what Chef Matthew quick. made for us last week, or two oh. weeks ago. Remember, it was a little, uh, he called them little uh, mm-hmm. sweet potato pancakes, but it was just like yep. you said, he grilled them, put some cinnamon, and it was like a nice maple syrup. Yeah, he cooked, it, he, cooked he, them, he cooked them down real well, so they had a, like a, a texture, so it was more like you could trick yourself, kind of, if you're trying to eat healthy, that it was like eating French toast, you know? Yeah, but he, yeah he told me, we actually discussed that in the kitchen the other day, and he said he, he actually put the syrup and a little butter pad on the top yep, of yeah. yep, like yep, a yep. stack of pancakes. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I do is I actually soak um, corn on the cob in the husk. Oh, that's one of my favorite water. things on the yep. planet, I, Chef Patrick. I do, I do cut off the, the silk at the end so it doesn't catch on fire. But then I grill that in the husk. That's what I and do. And then just peel back the husk. And leave, I leave the little handle on the end so you can just eat it right off the cob. And I hate those little corn cup holders. I'd rather get messy than use those. Um, yep, that but, is... Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, it is one of it's one of my earliest childhood memories from cooking outside and being out in the summertime. Because in the summertime when I was a kid, you didn't want to heat up the house. 
You know, so you mm-hmm. cooked as much outside. And my family, much to my chagrin as a child, would have all vegetable dinners from our garden where you got sliced <laughs> cucumbers and onion salad in the vinegar and water, sliced tomatoes. Uh, my, the one thing my mom would make a lot of times, she'd do cream new potatoes, which is one of my other favorite things. Uh-huh. They are uh-huh. a billion calories, heart attack in a bowl. And God, do I love them. It's another one of those ways I know God and my mother loves me. Creamed new yeah. potatoes with full sticks of butter in there. And, we had this and then we would yeah. do the roast corn, which is part of it, yeah. Yeah, the corn. And so the corn you can get really creative with. Um, you can flavor the butter. So you can take butter, let it get soft, chop up cilantro, a little bit of garlic, maybe some chili powder in it. And then just, you know, when let the butter harden again mm-hmm. and then just take it out of whatever, or put it in a bowl or put it, put it on a plate. Um, and then when the corn comes out, you just roll it across that. But then one added thing you can do to that, and, and I don't know if you've been to a Mexican market where they do corn, but they put Parmesan cheese on it. Yeah, what is that? I see it. It's a kind of a, obviously, a Mexican thing. I see it around Texas. They'll sell little cups of it, even at the grocery store, and it's mm-hmm. corn with what all goes like in there? corn. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of times they'll use cotijo cheese, which is a, like a drier cheese, like a, a Mexican-style feta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as tangy as feta and it's a milk cheese, but it's really, really good. It's very, it's a little drier, but that's one of my favorites. That cheese adds a whole different le- so, uh, level. So what all goes in it? What all goes in it? Start from the- Okay. So typically they'll roll it. If you go to the market mm-hmm. um, and you buy it, they'll roll it in the butter. They'll roll what in the butter? Sprint. So they'll roll the corn. The corn is grilled. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren's people shot. call it maize. Maize. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. That's a good one. Okay. Anyways, yes, sir. <laughs> That was pretty good. Uh, so they'll, they'll take the hot corn, they put it in, they roll it in the butter, or they'll actually at the market, they'll dip it in melted butter. Um, and then they'll roll it in the cheese and then they sprinkle uh, other flavors on there, like uh, paprika, chili okay. powder. And then there's lime, oh, lime juice is lime the other key. Juice. That chili, lime, and Parmesan mm-hmm. is an amazing mix. That sounds good awesome. Stuff. That's very solid. All right, I got to admit something here. You, you mentioned something, the sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sweet potato intimidated about the skin. Why? Not when it comes to regular potatoes, I'm not. But somehow sweet potato skins, as I'm cooking them, I just always am like, I really should cut these skins off. (laughs) Should I just treat them as regular potatoes, Patrick, when it comes to that? Yeah, I wouldn't even think about it. It's actually thinner and it's safer for you than regular potatoes. So if you've ever had a regular potato and it has that green coloring underneath it. Yeah. Although there's not much of it there, if you were to eat enough of that, it's really terribly toxic to your body. Oh, okay. That's, but, but, that's but because, well, it, it happens when you leave the potatoes out in, in light. They start, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. from the turning, you know, from uh, turning light into energy. Yeah, so, photosynthesis but, but or potatoes don't, Yeah, photosynthesis. They, sweet potatoes don't do that. And they have a very thin skin, if you've noticed. There's like a yellowish uh, piss underneath. They're like some of my lighter. coworkers. A very thin skin. <laughs> They don't get it. They're, I can't say a thing around them. They're, they're like millennials. We'll call them the millennial potatoes. Very well, thin I, skin. Oh, we, we could veil that thinly and say, Jim, why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, do you, you know, one of my all-time favorites that's not on the grill, I really love German potato salad. Oh, German potato salad done well. What do is you, that? You, have you ever had potato salad? Yes. Okay. Uh, German potato salad has more of a vinegar base. Is that what it is, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it has a vinegar. So it has a vinegar and sugar mixture um, with Dijon mustard, and a lot of times you and it'll have bacon. It almost always have bacon, but you take the potatoes out and you just let them cool long enough to drain the water off, 
and then you throw them into this mixture, this this vinegar um, uh, um, mustard mixture, the, the dressing, mm-hmm. and it kind of soaks up half of it, and then the other half coats it, and then you can sprinkle some chives or green onion on top. But it's so good to have potato salad warm like that. It's delicious. Now, you lived and worked and studied in Germany and Japan, a lot Mm -hmm. of places, but Mm -hmm. is that actually German or is that an American-German thing? No, it's German potato salad. It's like Texas toast. The rest of you, you come to Texas, folks, not all the toast is really thick. No, it's not all thick. No, it's not. The the first time I had German potato salad, warm potato salad with a vinegar dressing on it was actually in Cologne, Germany. It was about the first, I was in about 10 days Mm -hmm. and my host family served it and I was like, why is the potato salad warm? It tastes really good. But I'm not quite figuring this out yet. Um, I didn't ask, but I was confused. And then I realized everywhere I went, the potato salad was warm. So I just do they call it just potato salad, or do they say it's German potato salad? No, they just say kartoffelsalat. They say German salad. Uh, Oh, they say German salad. Potato salad. They say no. They don't say German. They just say potato salad. I'm speaking another language. I'm getting confused. Uh, Puerto Rican potato salad also warm. How's that? What's that like? It's the same as American. Oh, okay, but, but you serve it warm? warm? Yeah. And is it creamy in the yeah, whole creamy, whatever? Yeah. Okay. Really? Wow, With the mayonnaise on there, that sounds good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's does, delicious. Yeah. And you guys yeah. are the ones that messed it up. You guys put apples inside. Why? Oh, no, no. No. most potato salads no, don't. No, no, no. You put a lot That's of you pickle relish. Most people don't put apples. Oh, you disgusting. put pickle relish. Ugh. Like, right, Patrick, a little uh, pickle relish in it? Is that yeah, what so pickle relish is another big sore spot. Do you like the sweet or the, or the dill pickle relish? Um, I like the dill better. I'm I'm not a big sweet pickle fan. Yeah, I'll like, I'll, I'll eat the sweet. Uh, I mean, I do put it in potato salad, uh, not always, but if I if I don't have the dill, I won't put it in. I do like that on um, hot dogs, though. I like I like like fifty percent dill and fifty percent sweet on hot okay. dogs. Okay, that makes That's sense. A good mix. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.